What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Joystick Jockeys podcast. It is October 27th, 2022. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Austin Angel, joined by, as always, Protege Jones. Protege, how you doing, my man? Pretty good. How about you, Austin? Doing all right. Can't complain. Got beat up by my cat earlier, but hey, it is what it is. That's price you pay sometimes with animals. <laughs> but, so, uh, before I ask you what you've been playing... Uh, let's address a few things. Uh, one, this isn't live anymore. We are going to test out recording and then it going live everywhere at the same time. So then the plan is for, we'll record it now and then it will be live on Fridays at noon on YouTube, Apple podcasts, Spotify, and, um, um, blanking. Hello. Google podcasts. Mm, we don't have Google Podcasts figured out yet. Okay. I need to. Anchor. Anchor is where the other place. That's where we upload it, and Anchor distributes it to everyone, but you could also listen to it directly on Anchor as well. Um, also, uh, I'll just reiterate this from the last episode. We are not on Twitch anymore, so it will be solely on YouTube, uh, the video version. Uh, we have our own channel now so it won't be on my channel joystick jockeys has its own channel um we will also be doing reviews for games which we'll talk about a little later when we get to gotham knights and uh we set up a patreon so it is live right now it is patreon.com slash joystick jockeys we have four tiers at the moment uh we have a one dollar tier which is just like a hey happy to help type deal uh, then we've got our $5 tier, which if you support us there, we will shout you out at some point in the podcast, either beginning or the end. We haven't really decided when we're going to do that. Um, our $10 tier uh, is going to be a monthly game night. So like once a month, Protégé and I will decide on a game to play. We're going to try and do free-to-play games. That way it's something that everyone has access to. And you guys can play games with us. And then our last tier... <clears throat> Uh, is $20 a month. It's called Pick a Game for Us to Play. So, like, uh, for that month, if you support at that tier, you can decide on a game that you would want us to play and either talk about on a podcast, on the podcast, or possibly even do its own podcast. We're still kind of trying, like, think of exactly how we're going to make these work, but just some ideas. And if you guys have any ideas of what you would want, the tiers to be yeah. or how you would like us to handle them feel free to let us know whether it's comments on youtube or hitting us up on twitter but feedback I, is always welcome for sure uh, i believe that covers housekeeping so uh what have you been playing there protege to be honest man i got my <laughs> new configuration on my uh shadow pc it's mm-hmm. like a cloud computer and now i can i've just been playing all kinds of things man i i actually so I don't have Gotham Knights, but I decided to support you guys by uh, <laughs> downloading Batman. I got Arkham Knight and Ooh. Arkham Origins. I, had, yeah. I never played Origins. Origins was one, I think it was on, I guess, PC and PSP, I think? That was actually, actually, you're thinking of Blackgate. That's you're of what Blackgate. it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Origins was, they had a different voice actor and everything, and it was like Batman's first two years or so, some some shit like that he's like you know still fresh out like even in the city they'll be like what's a batman you know <laughs> like there's batman you know okay so it was on 
uh, PS3 360. I think it came out. It came out like af- after Arkham Man. Asylum or something, right? Because yeah. the other ones were out on PS4 and stuff, and then they randomly released this one on the older gen consoles. And this was this was the same game <laughs> that was done by the people who made Gotham Knights, I believe. Correct. Not Rockstar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is correct. Um, so that is that's all you've been playing, Batman and uh, or no? Batman. Okay, sorry. Batman, Cyberpunk. Ooh, how you liking um, it? I'm loving it. I'm not sure what's new in the update because I, I came back and I'm apparently doing a sneak mission. <laughs> so <laughs> you didn't just start I'm, over? No, no. I'm, I'm gonna play where I, I'm probably still got like glitches and everything, man. I'm just gonna stick with it and I'll play a new playthrough just to see what's new. Gotcha, gotcha. What about you, man? I have been playing a lot of Gotham Knights. Um, I love it, <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk okay. more about that later. I am gonna, I'm gonna try and platinum it. I looked at the trophy list; it's nothing too crazy. I'm almost halfway done with it already, so it's there's that. Uh, WWE is normal still, still love that. <clears throat> um, playing Madden, nothing too out of the ordinary i need to jump back in and finish uh games like call to the lamb that i started oh, a few yeah. weeks ago because i really did enjoy that <clears throat> um and there was something else i've started recently and my brain has given up on me <laughs> i want to go back into uh what is that shooter you told me to play the rhythm based shooter oh man yeah i want to go back to that at some point too because i really liked that it's just hard as shit and I need to jump back into Overwatch too at some point because I jumped into it yes. like when it launched and then just haven't touched it since. But that honestly might be the first game we play together, man. Because now oh, that like the new players are starting to get a handle of it, it's yeah. like I'm starting to see more teamwork and stuff. Because at first they were just leaving and <laughs> <laughs> they were getting bodied by the other team. It was funny. That sounds about right. <clears throat> All right, I guess we'll get into it. We got a lot. We got 12 stories today. <laughs> So uh, we'll start off with uh, Gotham Knights review roundups and impressions. So it's sitting currently at a 69 over on Metacritic. Nice. And it's got a 4.7 user score, which isn't not great. Uh, but yeah, reviews on this, because I looked, I watched IGN's review when it first went live, and they gave it a 5. And with the videos that they were showing, they were having a bunch of frame rate issues and a lot of glitches. <clears throat> I personally haven't had many frame rate issues i'm not gonna say i haven't had none that would be lying okay <laughs> but the only time i've noticed them or have had them has been when i'm playing online which is supposed to be like you know a big part of the game so not great obviously but i noticed them more online than i did in single player and single player i didn't notice many frame rate issues if any or any like technical glitches at all I'm going to assume the day one patch probably addressed a lot of that, and they put out a thread, it was either yesterday or earlier this morning, I forget when, uh, talking about that they're going to have a, another update out either later this week or early next week to kind of stabilize them more on console and PCs getting an update, and they're going to fix some online issues that people have been having, but I'll go more in depth with my thoughts on my review i'm gonna have that that should be up roughly about the same time this goes live on youtube if not look for it saturday afternoon but it will definitely be up 
by Saturday at the latest. But, uh, yeah, reviews for this were all over the place. Like I said, IGN gave it a 4, comicbook.com gave it a 6, PlayStation Lifestyle a 7, Gamers Heroes gave it a 9.5. So it seems to be either you love it or hate it. <laughs> I'm in the camp that loves it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I personally am loving it. I'm roughly 20 hours in. I'm a little more than halfway through on the story, but I'm enjoying my time with it, and I'm ready to go back and finish it and knock out that platinum. This one you're gonna jump into later, or are you waiting for patches, or what's your what's your take on it? Honestly, I think I might I might sit this one out, but there are a couple other games coming up that I'm I'm, I'm uh, interested yeah. in covering. Just not like a. The, uh, Go ahead. I was just gonna ask you: you just not a big DC fan, or just? I I just I don't know. Um, or the reviews scaring you off? <laughs> no, no, I just I don't know, man. It's just I'm so used to the the way that the city was and Arkham. So mm-hmm. Arkham City is my favorite Batman game. Arkham City is really actually, good. Yeah, like I, I man. Arkham Asylum was such a great like entry because on that mm-hmm. island like you got to experience different villains and shit. Right. The Scarecrow battle. Oh my. Oh god. my god. <laughs> <laughs> that that so freaked good. me out. I'm not gonna lie. That freaked me out. But uh, maybe we'll, we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe if it's like twenty twenty five bucks because if it's going if it's is it okay? I know you can't say too much, but can you at least say if it's in the same realm as the uh, Arkham games? Um, what do you mean by that? Like, is it in the same universe? Yes. No. They confirmed... So, there were... Mm. There was speculation on that. Have you played Arkham Knight? Yes. Okay. So, there was speculation on that because in Gotham Knights, Batman is dead. And at the end of Arkham Knight... Spoiler for Arkham Knight if you haven't played it, but this game is... I don't know. Eight years old at this point? Let him have it. <laughs> Let him have it. Batman dies. So I'm like, oh, this picks up from Arkham Knight. Cool. They're like, no, no, it doesn't. And the opening cutscene shows what happened. I'm like, oh, okay. It it does not. Batman is dead, okay. but it is not not the same way. But no. It feels like an Arkham game because they made Arkham games previously, but it is not in the same universe. <clears throat> okay. But, uh, Who do you like using the most right now? Robin. Robin's my guy. Wow. Which is surprising because he's a stealth I guy. Be Red Hood, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not much of a stealth guy, so I don't didn't use a lot of Red Hood because my buddy Cody uh, uses Red Hood, and he's who I'm playing co-op with. So I'm like, okay, I like Robin more anyway. I'm I've always been more of a Robin fan than like Red Hood or Nightwing. I don't know why, just kind of have been. But no, Robin's been dope. I've enjoyed my time with him. I, I need to mess around more with Nightwing and Batgirl because I've played a little bit as Red Hood, but I haven't played uh, with the other two as much. But speaking of Gotham Knights, we're going to continue with that for a little bit. Uh, they announced Heroic Assault, which is going to be a four player co op mode. Uh, I believe, yeah, it's in November. So this article is over on IGN by Adam Bankhurst. It says, while Gotham Knight's campaign will only support single-player or two-player co-op, a new mode called Heroic Assault will launch for free on November 29th, 2022. That will let up to four players team up in arena-based challenges. WB Games Montreal announced the news on Twitter and on Gotham Knight's FAQ page, saying, Gotham has thrown down a new gauntlet, Heroic Assault. The free four-player co-op experience is coming to Gotham Knight's November 29th, 2022. 
I'm pretty stoked for that because I've got <coughs> at least one other friend on PS5 who has it, and we were looking before release to see if it was four-player co-op to see if the three of us could play. Because you would think with four heroes, the story would have been four-player co-op, but there were probably you know technical issues that made that difficult. But it's cool that we're getting a new mode, uh, a so soon and B for free. Excuse me, B for free. So can't argue with free. Right, you really can't. <laughs> so now I'm excited as, for this. Yeah, as long as it comes out on time and it works, like it's not it's not something that gets added to the game that comes out broken. Right. I think I think this is great because I remember when I was playing when I finally got Ghost of Tsushima and all was good in the land of PlayStation. And then all of a sudden, my PlayStation started shaking. And there was this trailer, and they was like, hey, guys, multiplayer for free. <laughs> it, 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 it just blew my mind because you don't really see game developers just... Right. Unless it's a live service, just right. add something that the players want. <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying? Just something yeah. to keep the game going. Nah, for sure. It's great to see. I'm excited. I will definitely jump back into it because I will probably have the game beat and platinumed by then. I would hope <laughs> so. But, no, when this... When this comes out, I'll definitely be jumping back in with a couple of my friends and seeing what it's like. I think it's supposed to be like the Arkham challenges that you get in the Arkham games where you play as other characters. I think you could play as like Robin, Batgirl, and Nightwing and Red Hood in those. And I think one was even like Harley Quinn or something. I don't remember. Oh, you're talking about... Yeah. Uh, when you, if you don't just want to go and be Batman and play yeah. the game, you can do like challenges and you have yeah. a choice Predator or... Uh... Or their normal combat. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's what this game mode is going to be, which I, I would kind of personally want something a little more. But either way, it it's free. It'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be a good time. Just I'm excited regardless. Just a game with four people, man. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> Avengers. that's bad Avengers is a superhero game with four people. <laughs> just no one plays it. Right. Is, is it still on Game Pass? <laughs> That's a good question. I honestly don't know. You know, we keep we keep talking all this smack. This is like the first game they're going to request us to play. All 200 gigs and everything. I love Avengers. I have it downloaded. I've beaten it. I will gladly play through it again. That's fine. <laughs> I'll walk you through it. I ain't, I wouldn't be mad at it. All right. Now we've got a uh, we've got a few news stories in a row that aren't good news. So figure we'll get them out of the way kind of throw them in the middle uh g4 has shut down again no. unfortunately less than a year into the revival <clears throat> so this is over on ign as well also by adam bankhurst g4 tv's revival is unfortunately coming to an end less than a year after it relaunched as comcast is pulling the plug on the network behind the series or as the network behind such series as x-play Attack of the Show, and more. As reported by Deadline, Comcast spec, uh, spec, Spectacle? The chairman and CEO, <laughs> Dave Scott, penned a letter to all employees saying G4 is being discontinued immediately. Uh, the letter reads, Team, as you know, G4 was reintroduced last year to tap into the popularity of gaming, Scott wrote. We in invested to create the new G4 as online and TV destination to fans for our fans to be entertained, be inspired, 
and connect with gaming content. Over the past several months, we've worked hard to generate that interest in G4, but viewership is low and network has not been achieved sustainable financial results. This is certainly not what we hoped for. As a result, we have made the very difficult decision to discontinue G4's operations effective immediately. I know this is disappointing news and I'm disappointed too. I want to thank everyone on the G4 team for the hard work and commitment to our network. Our human resources team is reaching out to you to provide you with support, discuss other opportunities that may be available, and answer any questions you may have. That sucks. I did not watch as much of the G4 relaunch as I wanted to, <laughs> just because, A, it was on YouTube. It, if it was on TV, I probably would have just had it playing in the background at home all the time, but like I'm not constantly on my computer. But I don't think they ever got it onto TVs, did they? I think it was just YouTube and Twitch. They, to my knowledge, they, I mean, they had these different deals and stuff going on, but it, I think what happened was they just, they launched a product mm -hmm. next to so many other competitors, and unless they were willing to give the people all of the nostalgia, right? you know what I'm saying, like bring everybody back, not just a couple people, and stuff like that and then i mean i'm the, sure they try the that they would have i tried to watch their channel but you know mm -hmm. they're playing like D and stuff like yeah. that. yeah i i want to see video game video games not party games i mean i like <laughs> i could go to somebody else's channel for that g4 i'm sorry <laughs> but that is unfortunate because g4 is how a lot of people got into gaming yeah. and and it's funny because you 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 maybe the first time you went to g4 you're like it's a cops marathon. What the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, and then you, you, you keep right. watching, and then all of a sudden there's Attack of the Show, X Play. Uh, they even, I think they even introduced me to anime. They had some show called Cinematech or something like that. Okay. Which is yeah, show yeah, different. Yeah. yeah, man. Memories, G man. G4 is, oddly enough, how I discovered what E3 was. Because they would cover E3, and they were like the only per people to do it at the time. And it was on TV, so I'd come home from school. And just fucking sit down, watch G4, and watch them cover E3. You see that big old Expo E3 sign yep. all 3D and shit? Yeah. Yep. But no, it sucks. I'm sad, but, I mean, if you're not... It's hard to launch a TV channel strictly online. <laughs> Which sounds weird. you think it would be really easy, but if you're only going to put it on Twitch and YouTube, where content is... I mean, not easy to find, honestly. I mean, I know G4 is not new, but even still, <clears throat> you fell a decade behind and then tried to relaunch and compete with people who have either A, been doing the same thing you were doing a decade ago, and B, have possibly been doing it better. So it's hard to get all that momentum back and bring people from where they were to you, but... It's just unfortunate. Yeah. Alrighty. Next, uh, we got some Bayonetta 3 news. Not good news, but Bayonetta 3 news. So, let me find the original article from this. This somehow... Oh, there it is. <clears throat> so, there was some controversy with the voice actress, Helena, which is who voiced Bayonetta in the first two games. Did you see any of this at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard a little bit about it. Yeah. Something about uh, 
I guess she was making claims of being paid only $4,000 or something like that, or they were only offering $4,000. Yeah, so I got two articles here. One's the original, the second one's the update. Uh, uh, again, over at IGN, again, ironically, Adam Bankhurst <laughs> did not mean Shout to do this, to but you know, <laughs> it's just how it works. <clears throat> Uh, Bayonetta voice actor Helena Taylor has shared that she didn't reprise the role for Bayonetta 3 as she was only offered $4,000 to do so. Furthermore, she has asked fans to boycott the game and donate to charity instead. Taylor took to Twitter to share a few videos of her speaking to a camera and share her side of the story following the announcement that Mass Effect's Jennifer Hale would be replacing her in Bayonetta 3. Taylor has voiced the character since the original game and couldn't stay silent anymore after how she was treated. Quote, the Bayonetta franchise made an approximated $450 million, and that's not including merchandise, Taylor began. As an actor, I trained for a total of seven and a half years, three years at the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts, Dramatic Art Lamp, Lambda? Probably didn't pronounce that right. With voice coach Barba, Barbara Berkey, Berkery. God, I can't speak today. <laughs> and four and a half years with the legendary Larry Moss in Los Angeles. And what did they think this was worth? What did they offer to pay me? The final offer to do the whole game as a buyout, flat rate, was 4000 US dollars. This is an insult to me, uh, the amount of time I took to work on my talent and everything that I have given to this game and to the fans. I am asking fans to boycott the game and instead spend money that you would have spent on the game donating to charity. I didn't want the world... I didn't want the world... Oh, okay, okay. I didn't ask for too much. I just... I was just asking for a decent, dignified living wage. What they did was legal, but it was immoral. So it doesn't sound great. But, obviously, Square Enix, not just gonna... You know. Nah, they're not gonna <laughs> let that fly. Nope. No. So, <clears throat> this over on IGN by Cat Bailey uh, was a follow-up says, new evidence has emerged that the Bayonetta voice actor Helena Taylor was offered at least 15000 to pr reprise her role in the forthcoming sequel, contrary to her claims that she was only offered 4000 to play the lead. A new report by Bloomberg, which has since been corroborated by VGC sites, uh, documentation, as well as two familiar people with negotiations who say that Platinum, oh yeah, Platinum, that's square, my bad, attempted to hire Taylor for five sessions lasting four hours apiece each of which would have between three and $4,000. According to VGC, this would have been a significant increase on Taylor's fee for the second game. So, I wonder... It would suck if that's what it was, but I wonder if this was just, like, a miscommunication issue, or if a... a there are three options here. Either there was miscommunication, Platinum is lying, or Helen is lying. Hopefully no one is lying and it's just a miscommunication, but that would still kind of suck that you lose your role over a miscommunication. Like someone, like if negotiations are going, you know, back and forth as they should, and I hit you with, why are you only going to pay me $4,000, like total, the response should be, no, that's not right. <laughs> if that's what happened. Yeah, I don't know, man. Now, that's, that's tricky because it's like, all right, the new person who's coming in, how much are you paying her? 
Are you right. paying her fifteen thousand dollars that would have been hers? You know what I'm saying? That's the only right. way we would kind of know. There's that, and I I don't know how much voice actors and actresses make. I don't know what a going rate for a voice actor is. It, she yeah. made it seem like y'all, you know, they're supposed to be compensated a lot for, I guess, what they. St- I didn't even know you can go to school for this shit. I thought, yeah, I, you can I, go to school for everything. Damn. <laughs> But, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, there, I mean, there's really no way to know who was telling the truth and who was lying. But, yeah, it sucks to lose your voice acting job either. Or, well, that specific gig, a character that you've already played twice before. And to lose it either, A, because you felt like you were lowballed, or B, due to a miscommunication. I mean, it, it's unfortunate either which way. Yeah, like that. That could have been her trilogy. Right. It would have been her trilogy. It sh- probably should have been. I haven't played any of the Bayonetta games, but like, yeah, it's just unfortunate. <clears throat> have you played any of them? You gonna be checking out the third one at all? I have one of the Bayonetta games on PC. I could probably play to familiarize myself. If it's gonna be Nintendo only, I think I, it is only on the Switch. Man, I'm, I'm gonna leave that up to you. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> Because as we get closer to Zelda and these other games in the summer for the Switch, mm-hmm. I still want to know if Nintendo is coming out with the Switch 2 or if they're just going to... Because they, they came out with, like, a refresh last year. Was that last year or was that two years ago? Uh, the Ellie, the OLED? Was that last year? I yeah. thought that was this year. I know the Switch Lite was two years. I'm getting old, man. The Nintendo Switch Lite, I think, was only, like, a year after. Damn it. I went to put OLED, and then you said light, so I typed light. <laughs> uh, I think the Switch Lite was a year after the Switch came out. Okay. I want to say the OLED was... Oh, that wasn't last year. That was almost a year ago to the day. It says October 2021. So at some point a year ago, the OLED came out. Okay. But yeah, I mean, even that, though, I, it's hard to call that an upgrade. They upgraded the screen, but it was still just as powerful as the last one. Still seven, yeah. Yeah, still seven twenty. Nintendo's Nintendo's never been, you know, graphically amazing or impressive. I I don't even think it's that because they what's in the Switch right now is an Nvidia chip, right? Yeah. So if they're talking to Nvidia about, you know what I'm saying? So they yeah. they know they looked at Nvidia was like, ah, uh, what you got over there in the back? Oh, that, <laughs> what's that one right there? Oh, we use that one for tablets. Bring it up. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> I mean, Nintendo doesn't need to be graphically, you know, superior. Their art style works for what they do, although it makes it way more difficult for third-party games. That's why Resident Evil is only being able only able to be played through streaming. But <clears throat> for first-party stuff, it works for them, and it's been working for them forever. Mm. So, Nintendo streaming game. That's interesting. I, I didn't even know they were they were doing that, but I guess yeah, they've been doing it for a while. I forget for, the for first Doom? game. Uh, Doom, I think, was stream only. Yeah, I forget what the first game to do it was off the top of my head, but yeah, they've got a few that are only playable uh, through streaming. The only thing that sucks about that is if they would shut down the servers eventually or something like. Oh that, yeah. If it works like that. <clears throat> All right, another. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it bad news. I feel like I would call this uh, predictable news. So this is over on PC Gamer. Uh, 
by Joshua Wolins. Uh, Sony has stopped Microsoft from putting Call of Duty on Game Pass for now. <laughs> they were going to do it. They were going to. I kept telling people it was coming, and, and, and look what happened. Sony said, uh-uh-uh, not so fast. <laughs> A footnote in Microsoft's submission to the UK's Competition and Markets Authority has let slip the reason behind Call of Duty's absence from the Xbox Game Pass library. Sony and Activision and Blizzard have a deal that restricts the game's presence on the service. The footnote appears in a section detailing the potential benefits to consumers, from Microsoft's point of view, of the Activision Blizzard catalog coming to Game Pass. In it, Microsoft says it plans to honor existing contractual obligations that Activision Blizzard may have with other platforms in the event of its $68 billion acquisition going forward. What existing contractual obligations are those? Why? Ones like the agreement between Activision Blizzard and Sony that places restrictions on the ability of Activision Blizzard to place Call of Duty titles on Game Pass for a number of years. It was apparently these kinds of agreements that Xbox's Phil Spencer had in mind when he spoke to Sony bosses in January and confirmed Microsoft's intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard. I am not shocked by this. This is kind of a duh. <laughs> like, Game Pass is not a new thing, and I think Sony re-upped their contract within the last couple years. So, I, I don't know why this wasn't expected. Like, they definitely... If they're signing a deal with Activision, they're going to put, like, hey, you can't put this shit on Game Pass. Because if you do, people are going to play it for free, and we're going to lose money. We don't want that. <laughs> but It's like, it's weird, it's like Microsoft is okay with taking a certain, it's like, they just want people on their ecosystem. And, right. and they don't care if it takes a loss, because I guess they're, they're still thinking of, like, well, it's still live service, it's still Call of Duty, mm -hmm. it's still freedom, it's... You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or it would have been free to play technically. Well, Warzone is still free to play. It's just the main titles aren't yes, free to play. Yes. But I mean... And, oh, go ahead. It, I feel like buying out a company, you would still have to honor any contractual agreements. I don't know how that works legally, but I would assume you would have to do that regardless. So, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and assume Xbox and Phil Spencer knew that was going to be in there. <laughs> like... They knew they had a deal with Sony. I'm sure they were expecting not to be able to get around it. But, I don't know. That's just my thought. Yeah. When we, when we talked, talked about this before, before I think it was, was an article that said something about... Because uh, earlier you said something about Sony said the agreement was it can't go on Game Pass for a certain amount of years, right? Yeah. All it said in there was, quote, a number of years. There was no certain number. Uh, I know... I the, we had a previous article on, like, a... So, yeah, the previous article was about it being exclusive, and uh, it said that, ah. yeah, Xbox was only supposed to do it, they were going to say, like, three years or something, and Sony was trying to push for, like, seven or whatever, Yep, I think is what it is, but, so yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I don't think Sony's going to be able to block this acquisition, because I don't think it's completely gone through yet, because I know there's still the... Uh, whoever looks at it and the government is still looking at it but we'll see I expect it to go through I don't see why it wouldn't but they've 
literally put all, they have already I mean, put most of the catalog on there already. <laughs> <laughs> right. PlayStation's trying to not have it, but it's it's going to be hard because it's it's hard to argue that it's a monopoly when both you and Xbox are just buying up everyone in sight. <laughs> now, if Xbox was solely buying everyone in sight and we didn't see PlayStation buying like Bungie or uh, Insomniac teams like that, then yeah, they could probably have a stronger argument. But I I don't think they have an argument here. I really, like, just real quick, I yep. thought Sony bought Bungie just to tell Microsoft, you guys will never fix Halo. I thought that's <laughs> what that was for. I, no, no, <laughs> you just think about it. That's like, some shit. <laughs> we, we, who's, wait, who is it, 343? Yeah, we yeah. got 343 on Halo Infinite, and we still don't know what's going on if it's, if... They don't know what's going on. We know as much oh, as they do. <laughs> right, right. And Bungie is over here like... Destiny 2. You know, we don't... What's a Halo ring? They're like, we're on year 7, I think, for Destiny 2. Jesus Swimming in money. Another another $70, $80 expansion. I don't know how they do it, man. Because people like me exist. I've bought every single one of them. Oh, man. I love Destiny. How much have I spent? I did this one day because I was curious as to if I've spent more in Destiny 2 or Apex... At least three fifty, at least. Oh, way more than that on both. Oh <laughs> no! Because I was like, oh, I would have to have spent more on Destiny because the expansions are like seventy dollars a piece. Nah. <laughs> nope. I'm not gonna say how much, but no, I have spent more on Apex than I have on Destiny. But get on over to Patreon and support <laughs> if you want For that. For real. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Speaking of PlayStation, they're making a new studio to help out Naughty Dog, or to work with Naughty Dog. This is over on IGN by Ryan Dinsdale. It says, Sony is building a new development studio to work with Naughty Dog on a play... I'm combining words now. On a major PlayStation game. As spotted by VGC, a job listing shows the new team is being created in collaboration with PlayStation Studios Visual Arts, a developer that previously assisted with PlayStation's motion capture cinematics, animation, and more across several franchises, including Uncharted and, excuse me, The Last of Us. This new developer will then work with Naughty Dog to create a PlayStation game. Thanks. (laughs) This high-visibility project is being developed in collaboration with Naughty Dog, the job listing reads. Though currently unannounced, we have a clear vision and plan to release. Using our existing expertise and premier talent, we will guarantee a high visual quality bar for the game and compelling experience for our players. I just threw this in. I thought it was exciting. I, I love Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog is one of, if not my favorite game developers, and everything they put out is phenomenal. <laughs> like, even their older games, like Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot was Naughty Dog? Yeah, Crash Bandicoot was Naughty Dog. Over on PS1, Jack and Dexter on PS2, Uncharted on PS3, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of it, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was a bad game. The Last of Us on PS4. Mm -hmm. It's such a missed opportunity not to try and at least bring back Jack and Dexter for the PS5. Man, you you are preaching to the choir. 
the, the legend of the precursor could come back right now with the new graphics and everything. You can still make him look all wacky with the big ass ears and shit. You can still do that. Man, I would buy that so fast. <laughs> I play through that game once a year. I, I've played that game so much. The last time I played it, I, uh, I did a platinum run again. I think I platinum that game in about five hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've played that game so much. It is ridiculous. <laughs> But yeah, not you, too much to talk about here. Uh, just Naughty Dog working on another game on top of The Last of Us Factions whenever the hell we see that. Who knows? <laughs> but I would love to see Last of Us 2 multiplayer, if ever. I mean, they're, it's turned into its own game at this point, so they say they're working on mm. it. We, it's got to be next year, right? It's got to be. They were working on it the same time as Last of Us Part 2. So it's not like they just started. <laughs> they were working on it side by side, and then they were like, this has become too big. It's its own thing now. It's its so, own. I don't know. I'm excited. Anything Naughty Dog puts out, I will at least try. So we shall see. Uh, let's go back over to Xbox now. <clears throat> um, Phil Spencer says... Xbox Game Pass and console prices will, quote, have to rise at some point. It's over on IGN by Ryan Dinsdale. Xbox Game Pass and the Xbox Series consoles could go up in price at some point, according to Phil Spencer, but that increase won't happen this holiday period. As reported by The Verge's Tom Warren on Twitter, during the Wall Street Journal's WSJ Live event, the Xbox boss said that Microsoft won't be able to hold off price increase for its products forever. I do think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things, but going into this holiday, we thought it was important to maintain the prices, Spencer said. We've held price on our console, we've held price on games and our subscription. I don't think we'll be able to do that forever. <clears throat> I do think at some point we'll have the have to raise the prices on certain things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that's not to say that there are current plans or timings in place to increase the prices, however, at least for consoles, as Spencer said in September, that Microsoft currently has no plans to increase the price of the Xbox Series X or S. So, I mean, I expected Game Pass price to go up eventually, because that $10 is just way too... It, it's too much of a steal for everything that's on there. <laughs> but I, I don't expect it to go up too much, maybe to like 15 or... 20 max i know there's been rumors of a family deal that's supposed to be like 25 to 30 bucks a month and i'm sure that would help them a lot and i'm sure people would <clears throat> get that and like because if say hypothetically this family plan is like four people <clears throat> and it's 20 25 bucks a month we get me you and two other friends to have game pass for like five dollars a month basically if we split it but, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Um, I mean, I don't see them raising the price of the console ever, to be honest with you. I don't see why they would. Maybe whatever the next console is, if Xbox goes to a next console, but that's years down the road. That's not anywhere in the imminent future. But I was just looking up. Um, so the Xbox came out in 2020. Yes. You know what's sad? Most things, when they're out long enough, they just drop in price. Right, right. right. But you're telling me that because of inflation and Fed's raising the hike and all this other stuff that 
it's actually might do the opposite. Man, that's crazy. It is expensive as it is to be a gamer for our holiday or hobby holiday. I can't speak today. And they already raised the prices of games this gen to seventy bucks a piece. I can't take another bump <laughs> in these raises because I'm not getting the bump and pay. <laughs> like I'm gonna need y'all to stay where you're at. I understand increasing the price of the subscription. If you do that, that's fine. I can handle that. Don't increase the price of the console. Not right now. That doesn't make any sense. It it, it doesn't because I know you guys have had to push games, but and then that's another thing. If you're doing that, are these consoles going to be out? How long are these consoles going to be like here before something new arrives? See, that's a good question because these consoles launched like in the height of COVID, so it they've launched in a very different situation than any other console. So like they didn't the first, have, like six games starting out. I mean, well, PlayStation did, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but like. Mm-hmm. You've had so many games, whether they be Xbox games, PlayStation games, or just third-party games, get pushed because teams have struggled to make them because of COVID, and now it's kind of going back to normal. I know it's different, and I think it's different in all areas of the country still. Like, I think California's still more, I don't want to say strict, but, like, have more restrictions, I was gonna for lack say, of a better term, than we do, because okay. we, ha- we have no restrictions here. But I know other places of the country aren't exactly the same. I think New York and California are still some with restrictions, but they have way more people, so that might be why. Who knows? But, yeah, um, it'll be interesting because normally a console life cycle is what, about seven, seven to eight years. I yeah. would be shocked if we saw a PS6 or a Xbox whatever before 2030. I don't see these this life cycle being only seven to eight years. I think this one will mm. probably be closer to ten. And because, like, how much more can you upgrade at this point? I mean, eventually you can do 8K, yeah, sure, whatever. But, like, nothing's doing that right now. <laughs> see, I get it, because there's always those people in the back who are like, what's the next thing, what's the next thing, what's the next thing, but we don't even have 4K monitors at a good price where everybody is going to buy it, and 4K is going to be the new standard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, people still rocking the 1080p. Hell, people, some people don't even know about on the newer consoles, you need a 2.1 yep. HDMI, HDMI for yeah, 4K. to use yeah. the 120 <laughs> FPS on, the, yep. on certain TVs. Yep. And right now it says, yeah, the Xbox is still $500 on Amazon. Yeah, he said nothing's going to change this holiday season. <clears throat> if anything, I would expect the Game Pass price to go up uh, probably spring of next year would be my guess. Okay. Probably Q1 of 2023. If I had to bet, that would be what I would put my money on. But all right, let's get into your favorite stuff, he said sarcastically. We got horror game news left and right. <laughs> So we'll start with the Silent Hill uh, presentation, I guess we'll call it. So Silent Hill had a presentation, or well, Konami had a Silent Hill presentation, kind of announcing all their new Silent Hill stuff that they're going to be bringing out. Um, So we got Silent Hill 2 Remake, which looked really cool. 
Uh, we got Silent Hill Townfall, which uh, says is a new spinoff developed by No Code Studios and publisher Annapurna Interactive. This new project will be a unique take on the Silent Hill franchise from a highly decorated AA developer. Uh, then we got another brand new Silent Hill game called Silent Hill F. And then, is this the movie? No, this is another game. This game, uh, Silent Hill Ascension, is uh, interesting. I'm not sure how it's going to work. Did you watch any of this conference by chance? I would assume probably not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <clears throat> so uh, this is potentially the most unique announcement from the transmission. Konami announced Silent Hill Ascension, an immersive project where participants around the world will control characters in a new Silent Hill story. Basically, a Let's Play Pokemon version of a new Silent Hill story that will be live on multiple platforms. Silent Hill Ascension is a collaboration between Genevid Entertainment, Bad Robot Games, Behavior Interactive, and DJ2 Entertainment. So this is like a one-time thing, where I guess they'll stream it, the audience will pick what happens, and then once it's done, that's it. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that... <laughs> That's unique, I'll give him that. It is unique. I would assume this isn't going to cost anything either since it's streaming, but it, it's interesting. I am I think I might be more interested in that than anything else. That being said, I will hmm. most likely at the very least get the Silent Hill 2 remake. Uh, I never played Silent Hill or Silent Hill That's 2. I just thought about this. That's, That's such, such a smart idea because Silent Hill has such a cult following for yeah. no reason. Yeah. <laughs> that if you make a game where it's more interactive and you're in, oh my god, that's that's a recipe for success. Go ahead. So yeah, it, that <clears throat> it should be interesting. But yeah, I'll definitely get Silent Hill too, uh, just to try it because I've never played it before. If I enjoy it, I'll probably also get Silent Hill F. Uh, let me double check. I don't think Silent Two had a release date. Uh, it does not. Uh, but it is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Silent Hill 2 is. Um, Silent Hill F, they didn't say anything about it being exclusive. Nor did they say anything. Excuse me. Good lord, I'm struggling today. About Townfall being an exclusive. <clears throat> um, and then the last thing they announced was Return to Silent Hill, which is going to be <clears throat> a new movie with the director from the first movie coming back to make it. So yeah, some interesting announcements. I'll definitely check out the Silent Hill 2 remake. Uh, I know a lot of people were excited about it. <clears throat> As mm -hmm. someone who's not a... who hasn't played Silent Hill or even seen the movies, who has just recently gotten into horror stuff, I was like, okay, I'll check it out. So yeah, I'm definitely going to get the remake whenever it comes out. Uh... Who knows about the movie? Video game movies are hit and miss. <laughs> I, if they really are, they don't have to be. No, okay, no, just they don't. In case, in case anybody, anybody who makes for the for the love of God, please listen. The stories are already written for you. They're already written. Facts. All you got, all you got to do is just get the people and and memorize the script. That's it. <laughs> like. Video game movies have been better recently than in the past. Like, Warcraft, I enjoyed. I don't know anything about Warcraft. Wait, but... wait, wait. Was was, War... was the yeah. Warcraft movie, was that good? I enjoyed it. I had wow. no expectations, because I've never played World of Warcraft, but I enjoyed it. I didn't it. think they were... It, it wasn't a bad movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Sonic movies are fantastic. I don't care if they're kids' movies. They are great. <laughs> 
Yeah, I I seen Sonic two. I would give Sonic two a nine. Yeah. Literally, there was only one thing in Sonic two that I did not like, and that's it. It was a great movie. <laughs> um, Need for Speed wasn't terrible, but it's really hard to mess that up. It's basically Fast and Furious as a video game, so it was fun. I got exactly what, was the what I wanted. Of that? There is they were no just story. Transporting some. <laughs> I just remember Rami Malek being there. I'm like, aren't you a villain? Are you the villain? If you're watching it for story, you're watching for the wrong reasons. (laughs) I know. I I fucked up already. (laughs) But. And then The Last of Us show looks great. Uh, We won't talk about the Resident Evil Netflix show. We'll just pretend that one didn't happen. (laughs) But. You guys deserve better than that. I don't understand. I really don't. Resident Evil has been around the longest as far as, like, games as a form of television media goes. And it's still bad. (laughs) I don't get it. Speaking of Resident Evil, they also had a showcase last week. So, this is over on Kotaku by Zach Zwinezen, which I'm sure I butchered. Uh, This is kind of just recapping everything they announced and what they showed uh so they showed a new trailer for the winners expansion which uh launches tomorrow or the day the podcast goes live so it's out now if you wanted to get it i believe it's 20 bucks because i looked it up earlier today because i was like "Ooh, if this is free i'm jumping back into village it is not free so i'll probably jump back into village just not this weekend (laughs) gotta wait a little bit I really enjoyed Village, Uh, but the expansion is a story expansion, Uh, it says, uh, also includes a new third person mode for the main campaign, and new content for the game's action packed mercenaries mode, even letting you play as Lady Dimitrescu, I think I pronounced, I probably butchered that, it's been said so many times and I still can't pronounce it right, herself. Though she will be shorter now, is one of the biggest disappointments of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Mod, get on it. <laughs> all of this is out October 28th, 2022, for all major platforms. And then, our reverse still exists, and it's out. Uh, so, show a trailer. For REverse, which this was supposed to launch with Resident Evil Village last year when it came out, and then they delayed it a couple months, and then they delayed it inevitably. So this has been sitting on my PS5, like it's downloaded. I just haven't been able to play it. <laughs> mm. Um, it says Resident Evil REverse is still coming out on October 28th. It will be free for all owners of Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil Village Gold Edition. Capcom announced it will fully support crossplay and showed off new gameplay feature featuring locations and characters from Village. Capcom says it has plans to update the game multiple times, even showcasing a roadmap of new content coming to the game post-launch. It will also have an early access period starting October 24th, so a few days ago, for all Village owners. Well, damn, I wish I would have known that. <laughs> I would have jumped into it. I haven't heard anything good about it, but I would have at least jumped into it once, just to see for myself i mean i've already got it i may as well try it ah speaking of cloud versions on the nintendo switch resident evil village coming to mac and past games are getting nintendo switch cloud versions so resident evil village resident evil biohazard 
Resident Evil 2 Remake and Resident Evil 3 Remake are all getting cloud versions on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I think the Village one was already out. I'm not 100% on that. But it's cool to see the other three also coming to Switch. Uh, Resident Evil 2 Clouds version releases November 11th of this year. Resident Evil 3, November 18th. And finally, Resident Evil 8th, or 8th, Resident Evil 7 on December 16th. Resident Evil Village makes the leap to max on October 28th with Winter's Expansion DLC coming out later on announced date. Okay, so yeah, Village is already on cloud on the Switch. And the last thing they showed, which I think, I don't know if this was confirmed or just heavily rumored. I feel like it was confirmed from how much I know about it. They showed off the Resident Evil 4 remake, and they showed <clears throat> gameplay, and we got a release date. And it says you can pre-order Resident Evil 4 remake on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series consoles, and PC starting today with various versions of the game coming with different goodies. And a very nice move, Capcom says folks who buy the game on PS4 will be able to upgrade to the PS5 version for free. Uh, this new remake will come out March 24th, 2023. I need to check out the remakes. I haven't played the remakes yet. I loved Biohazard. I loved Village. I never played the old Resident Evil games. I think the first Resident Evil game I played was 5. And then 6, I heard, was terrible, so I never played it. <laughs> and then... 7 and 8 being Biohazard and Village looking as good as they were, I jumped into them and loved them. So I need to go back and play these remakes. <clears throat> I'm going to assume these are not games you are going to jump in and play. <laughs> Seeing no, as you are not no, a big no. horror fan. <laughs> but, but just just real quick, let me let me say this for the... Because I'm sure this is going to happen in like a month or two. Mm -hmm. Guys, listen, if you, if you do support on Patreon and you want me to play something specifically... Go easy on me with the horror games, okay? I give them Outlast. No, 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 Outlast right out the gate. <laughs> Man, the last horror game I remember playing was House of House of the Dead Three. Like I, I just I can't do it, man. Sir, that because is an arcade game at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I know, I, I I know, I know, but. There are certain games that, like, are... I, but it, it's like, that was the last game I could, like, do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before things got a little crazy. Because at least when I died, I was like, okay, cool. In other horror games, when you die, you getting, like, torn apart, thrown in the wood chipper, or some shit like that. Okay, so then it sounds like you need to just ease yourself in. You should start with fear. The fear games are great. Fear? Yes. Do I have fear? I'm gonna check my library. Shit, if you do, let me know. I think the third one's co-op. I got them all. <laughs> And I have them on PC, so let me know if you have them. I'll I'll play through it with you. I love those games. <clears throat> uh, do you have it on Steam? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I got it on PC. Okay. So. Because I know they're they're crazy about like where, where you actually like have the games from and stuff. Yeah. But I'm gonna look into the trilogy because I don't think I have even any better that <laughs> any of those games. Look at uh, uh G2G. I got the trilogy for like ten bucks. But while you look at that, we will move on to the next one. Apex Legends Season 15 starts on Tuesday. At, or let me double check that. I'm 99% sure it's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it starts on Tuesday. And we get a new legend, which some people are mad about. A new map, as per usual. And then, yeah, the new battle pass. So let's get into it. Uh, this is over on Rock, Paper, Shotgun by CJ Wheeler. <clears throat> 
It says, Respawn has revealed the next legend arriving to their free-to-play Battle Royal Apex Legends uh, will be the game's first trans hero, Catalyst. The latest season is called Eclipse and brings the new map Divided Moon. The update will also include gifting to Apex Legends and there will be brand new battle pass. Find out more about Catalyst's backstory by watching the trailer below. <clears throat> Catalyst is a trans woman and is voiced by trans actor Melly Grant, also known as Tressa, I think? Smith. Catalyst is an experienced terraformer and defensive conjurer who fights with a substance called ferrofluid. Respawn says that this ferrofluid can manipulate the battlefield, although it's not clear how just yet. Arriving in Season 15, along with Catalyst, is a new map, Divided Moon, which was leaked earlier this year, together with Catalyst and a batch of eight other unannounced heroes. You can read a little more about Catalyst and what's lined up for Apex Legends Season 15 here. So yeah. Season 15 of Apex, next Tuesday, I'm hype. Catalyst looks like she could be extremely broken, <laughs> but all Legends are when they first come out, so it is what it is. Her abilities, like, you can uh, block the doors with, like, her, uh, I forget what they called it here, but it's basically, like, gunk, <laughs> so it takes longer for people to break the room and stuff, and then she just her alt is this giant ass wall of it so where when people run through it it slows them down and makes it harder for them to see no it looks fun i will definitely be jumping back in i haven't played apex in a while uh, i don't think i've played i haven't played a lot in the last three seasons i think seasons 10 or 9 10 and 11 i maxed out the battle passes and then i don't know why maybe it was just burnout but i fell off hard uh, about midway through season 11. <clears throat> but it's still a fun game. I enjoy it. Catalyst looks cool. People being upset that she's trans is stupid. Just, it's not like this is new. Like, Apex is full of diverse characters. Yeah. Like, yep. there are a few gay characters. Bloodhound is non-binary. Like, this isn't something new. It's not something they just did to, they didn't do it just to do it. Like, I don't know. People are getting upset about this shit. Honestly, it pisses me off. <laughs> but <clears throat> it is what it is. Thoughts? Reactions? I mean, it's not like it's not like we're fucking. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not like. It, I, I think some people will get upset just because it. It, it almost seems like this is something that's being thrown in our media and stuff like that. And the question they always ask is, all right, how does this contribute to the story? Or, hey, is this, it, does this need to be here? But one question you guys also have to ask is, all right, well, now that we know that. Go ahead. You said what? Go ahead. I'll ask my question when I'm done. The question we need to start asking is, how do we make room for more people? Mm-hmm. You know, with different backgrounds that we're starting to hear their stories out. You know what I'm saying? And unless, because in this situation, most of these characters are just existing in this universe. They're just being dropped in, right? So it's not like there was an already established story and this character is breaking the lore of some sort. You know what I'm saying? Like all these characters can still fit within this universe because that's how they're being dropped in. 
and they <laughs> right and in my knowledge when they get dropped in they have like their own little story and yeah. their own she's yeah, got like yeah, three so. cinematic trailers that explain her backstory and cover it and whatever i mean it doesn't go into because i watched her character trailer because i watch all the new legends character trailers because they're really good uh apex and overwatch do a great job introducing new characters i the character trailers i love but yeah like they don't make a big deal out of it it's something that's just mentioned in general conversation and like you would say people argue oh why do we have to have these people in there here's a question why does it fucking matter these people exist who cares not everything needs to have a reason (laughs) whether it's in a game a movie a tv show a book whatever people exist people are different and not there doesn't have to be a specific reason for a different person to show up in a form of media it's just they're out there there's nothing wrong with it (laughs) no one's hurting anyone you're not physically harmed because the because catalyst is a trans you're not harmed because some random character showed up in a show isn't white or whatever it's it's okay different people exist just move on I'm just saying you're gonna run into these people in real life man like yeah. oh I know I know I, I just I don't get it man I don't I don't get it all right the last one. Uh, well, the last one with an article, uh, at least. CD Projekt Red reveals codename Canis Majoris uh, is the remake of The Witcher. Let's so, go! This is over on IGN by Joe Scrabbles. CD Projekt Red has announced that it will remake The Witcher in Unreal 5 alongside developers... Excuse me. Fool's Theory. This is one of the five new games the company announced earlier this month. And previously went by the codename... Canis Majoris, if I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> this will be a true remake with the company saying it will be rebuilt from the ground up in Unreal Engine 5 and is in early stages of development. As part of its announcement, the company cautioned, we want to do this right, so please be patient. It's going to be a while until we can share more details. <clears throat> so my question is, why not, when they announced their future of games, why not just throw this one in there? Because... If it's been what, it w- it's been two weeks because we covered it on the last episode. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just weird that they decided not to announce it two weeks ago, and then yesterday yeah, in a they tweet they're like, these, "Hey, all these remake code names and shit." <laughs> right, for one that they were gonna reveal in two weeks. Like everything else that doesn't have a title makes sense, but this one you knew the title. We knew what it, we were gonna know what it was in two weeks. It's just like why it's just interesting i don't know i'm sure a lot of people are excited for this i am not <laughs> i actually but, i ended up getting the witcher one free on gog just because i was buying the witcher 3 or something like that yeah so i might when it gets closer to release i might play that just to just so i can because being remade within in oh sorry my grandmother's calling oh. <laughs> uh being remade with Unreal Engine 5 quality assets, mm-hmm. they could make, they could come back and make a, because because The Witcher 1 is not like The Witcher 2 and 3, right? So they could make it... I don't know, like, to be honest. No, I, I know that for a fact. It's okay. not like The Witcher 2 or 3. Right. Yeah, so hopefully they could do, uh, you know, do well by that, because I'm, I'm, I'm excited. 
me hate. I'm excited for the people who are excited. I assume this is in like the same type of setting, which for me does nothing. So I'm probably going to skip it. But not it is what it is. And all that stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> not into like, not that time. More sci-fi fantasy than medieval fantasy, personally. But I'm excited for the people who are excited. So hopefully it's good. I'm sure it will be. CD Projekt Red makes great games, but. Uh, we got one more story. There's no article for it. It was just a quick announcement uh, on Twitter. Uh, and I lost it. Ah, Black Adam and Arcade Mode are making their way to multiverses. It was originally supposed to be later this week, so it was probably going to be tomorrow. Uh, but they put up a tweet either this morning or late last night saying that Black Adam needed a little bit more time, so he won't be coming out this week. He'll be coming out at a later date. They didn't say when. I would assume if he was going to be ready by this week, we'll probably need to wait like another week or two. I'm going to assume they're going to delay the arcade mode as well and probably just put them both together. But, I don't know. Hopefully it does better than the movie. <laughs> I don't know if you I saw mean, reviews for it. I haven't seen it. I saw okay. reviews for it, and they weren't great. <laughs> like, I think it's got uh, 30 on Rotten Tomatoes, if I'm correct at least from critics i mean the okay it's got a 40 critic rating on rotten tomatoes and a 90 audience score so maybe it's better than what the critics say who knows i don't know i I don't trust dc movies but it's the rock so i'll probably see it at some point but yeah i do i do want to see it sometime next week because i hear there's a big uh big well I don't uh, want to say it, but the it's post-credit already, scene? literally already Yeah, it's out. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But. Alright, let's go over your free games of the month. Start with PlayStation. They only have the essential games for November out right now. I believe they usually announce the extra and premiums. Uh, I want to say, like, the around the 10th of the month. So we'll get those to you next episode. Uh, but for right now, the PS Plus Essential games are Neo 2 for PS5, the LEGO Harry Potter Collection for PS4, and Heavenly Bodies for PS4. Those will all be available next Tuesday, which means you still got a few days to get October's games, which were Hot Wheels Unleashed, Injustice 2, and Super Hot. I recommend all three of those games. I played a little bit of Super Hot, and I've really enjoyed it. Injustice 2, I played when it came out, and I loved it. NetherRealm is phenomenal. And Hot Wheels is just a fun racing game. But, yeah. Always fun. Uh, I'll probably get... I mean, I'll download all of them. I always do. But I'll probably actually only play the LEGO Harry Potter collection. I don't know. I played the first Neo because I think it was free a couple years ago. Uh, No, on PlayStation. I think. I could be thinking of a completely different game, but I'm... 99% 99% sure it was Neo. But it's a Souls-like game. Those games are not for me, so I probably won't play Neo 2. <laughs> and then I don't know what Heavenly Bodies is, so I'll probably check that out. But yeah, those are all available next Tuesday, November 1st. Then we got some Xbox Game Pass games for November. They've announced six so far. Looks like we've got The Legend of... Tyanding? Ty- which will be on Game Pass November 1st, Ghost Song November 3rd, Football Manager 2023 November 8th, which if you're playing Football Manager 2022, that gets 
2023 gets added the same day 2022 goes away. So you got that there. Uh, Pentiment, November 15th. Gungrave Gore, November 22nd. And then Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide, November 30th. Yeah, that's the game I'm, I'm looking into playing. Warhammer? Yep. Is that a WoW type of game? No, no, no. no. Have you ever played Vermintide Warhammer? No. So it's more, it, so the big thing about this one is it's like that game, but they've added guns too. So it's like you're killing a, a wave of necro zombies and shit like that. If you, if you ever get to like watch some gameplay, let me know if you'd be interested, man. I, I might need some uh, co-op assistance. I mean, shit, it's free. I'll try it at least once. <laughs> we got Game Pass. <clears throat> yeah, so that, oh, uh, I guess we can... I put this on if we had time. There's not really much to talk about. There were some short teases uh, of video game TV shows. Uh, we got a idea of when the Horizon TV show is going to take place because it's called 2074, which is about a thousand years before the game takes place. So it seems like the show is going to like uh, take place, uh, going to go into detail with the events leading up to how the world got to what it is in Horizon, which, cool. And then Fallout showed a screen for the Fallout TV show that's going to be on Amazon Prime. It's three people in a vault with someone standing outside the vault just kind of looking at them. Uh, I think the vault was number 33, so it's a completely new vault, not one we've seen before. I don't know. I'll probably watch both of these. I love Horizon. I loved Fallout 3. I liked Fallout 4, but I was like, cool, this is the same thing. I've already played this moving on. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my friends love Fallout 3. But Fallout 3 was great. I mean, Fallout 4 wasn't bad, but my my only problem with Fallout is, is it's the same game. <laughs> mm. They're all the same game. It's just a different location. But when your setting is a post-apocalyptic world, I can only look at so much dirt. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> But, nah. That's funny. But, alright. That is going to do it for us on this episode. Uh, you can find me over on Twitch and YouTube. Twitch.tv slash SinCityRedAngel. YouTube.com slash SinCityRedAngel. And then over on Twitter, at SinCityRedAngel. Protege, I believe, is still only on Twitter, correct? Yes, I need uh, more time. I need I, more time. Hey, no, you're good. Just let me know. Uh, he is over on Twitter at Protege4789. And then one more reminder that we do have that Patreon up and running. If you are feeling generous or kind and want to support us, we would very much appreciate that. Once again, the link for that is patreon.com slash joystickjockeys. Try to make it as easy as possible. <laughs> Luckily, that name hasn't been taken anywhere, so we're good. But that will do it for us. I have been Austin Angel. He has been Protege Jones. And we will see you all in two weeks. Peace. Peace.